When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There once was a man named Gold Roger, who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, folks. Welcome to the latest and the greatest from the Yonko table. That is the voice of Grandmaster Hoop coming at you from the driver's seat of a 1994 red Peterbilt 379 semi-trailer truck. And if you don't know what that is, that is the big truck that Optimus Prime transforms into. Because that's right, folks, we're talking about Transformers Rise of the Beast. That's right. Uh, what are we? This is uh, the seventh film in the live-action Transformers franchise. That's mm -hmm. right. Starting all the way back in 2007, we were what some call cursed, some called blessed <laughs> with the live-action outings of the Transformers featuring the Autobots, Decepticons, and a whole mess of other robots in disguise mm -hmm. but there's more to them that than meets the eye and we're here to talk about this seventh entry uh and yeah there's a lot to be discussed here with this film whether we enjoyed it uh what worked what didn't work this was the action subpar were the characters great we're here to discuss it all that's what we do here at the yonko table uh you heard him grunting before that's the voice of dr jace attorney my fellow yonko dr jace attorney are you ready to roll out let them come <laughs> very good we roll out baby um this oh, oh, oh last one last one this is my <laughs> this is my message to all transformers fanatics we are here. We are waiting. Very good. I love Transformers. Sure, the, yeah. the IP of Transformers, the franchise of Transformers. It's a little different when it comes to uh, these live action films. As you mentioned, we've been blessed for goodness the last uh, 16 years at this point. Yeah, 16 uh, years. 2007 y you threw some shade at at our original trilogy our holy trinity of uh <laughs> transformers listen those films are bad but they hold a special place in our mid-2000s teenage angst lives all right they they hold a special place in our hearts we 
we love the shenanigans of a bumblebee pissing on sector seven agents <laughs> we love uh Oh God, that's about all we love. Now that I think no, it. we don't love those things. <laughs> you don't. You, love- and, you and I are not the same. Give me the cube, boy. There are glimpses of fun outings with the Transformers films. I will admit that I'm not above admitting that. But you already said those films are bad. Bumblebee pissing. Oh, I did not come to see a Transformers film to watch transformer piss on a human that's not what i'm here for i'm not i'm not here for john totoro to walk under the ball sack of a giant constructicon demolisher and make note of it that's not why i come to transformers movies you never thought of that when you played with the toys no they don't have that they don't have (laughs) um, genitalia no they don't they don't um no, I, I'm here for the transforming, the epic battles, and some character development. I think that's what I'm here for. And, oh, character. you know, say what you want about the five original Michael Bay films. Michael Bay directed from 2007 to 2017. That's literally 10 years he's been with the Goodness. franchise. Uh, you know, uh there's some things he got right uh, i think he excels in the action i think that's probably the only thing he has to give with those films is that he's he's delivered some great action pieces with give the Transformers. me your face sure sam um, where are you i'll check you all on you know <laughs> i love these lines that's fine that's that's fine and then you know the cube into my chest sam give me that cube boy and i'll spare your life i'm never giving you this all spark (laughs) you know and uh and that's the thing where he's where we're seven films in with the transformers franchise rise of the beast being the seventh Mm -hmm. uh it uh was preceded by the Bumblebee movie, uh, which Ooh. a lot of people give high praise to. Are you one of those okay. people? Like no, uh, no ironic uh, laughter or take on this. Uh, I genuinely love Bumblebee. Bumblebee was such a shock to watch because at that point it was six films in, and you're thinking, oh man. This is canon to the Michael Bay timeline, and uh, it's going to be the same old, same old. It's not directed by him, but, you know, he's still attached as, like, a producer or, you know, whatever. Um, I'm, I did not see Bumblebee in theaters. I, I saw, well, I saw one through, th- I saw I saw the first Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, and Dark of the Moon, um, all in theaters. I don't think I saw Age of Extinction in theaters. But I did see last night in theaters. Um, I did not see Bumblebee in theaters, uh, thinking that oh, it's just a. It came out after last night, and I'm like, oh man, this is just gonna be bad, just like last night. It wasn't. It wasn't bad. I think that was the first time I've ever seen um, Haley uh, Steinfeld. 
Oh, really? In a role, that was I've ne- that was my first time seeing her in a role. Never saw her before that. Oh, that was so my first time. Never saw uh, True Grit. Did not see True Grit. Mm-mm. Nominated for Academy Award. Best it ain't no Bumble. It ain't no Bumblebee. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it, it ain't Bumblebee was really good. Like it, throwing a score out. If I were to give it, it was like in the nines. That's how good Bumblebee was. Shocking. Yeah. Like. I, I can hear I can hear some of our listeners rolling their heads like oh, a Transformers movie nine. Go watch <laughs> Bumble. I really mean it. Go watch Bumblebee. It was so good. And I didn't think they could do it again uh, after Bumblebee. I'm like, Bumblebee was a fluke. Bumblebee was a fluke because fun fact, right? After last night, these films were supposed to be rebooted. Like the yes. whole Transformers, like live action film, they they said, all right. Uh, I think last night underperformed at the box office. Um, it was the lowest grossing, the lowest. I yes. think, of the original five Transformers films. Right. These were films, their box office numbers like in the hundreds and hundreds of millions. But last night was the least performing out of all of them. So they thought, all right, people are sick and tired of this. Time to reboot, but they still had the little engine that could out in the back. And it was all it was practically already finished. They're like, all right, we got this Bumblebee project that was gonna be a prequel, and we were maybe gonna play with more spin-offs, but oh god, just throw it out there. Throw it, throw it out there before we re before we reboot everything, just to just to collect the money we can make off of it. And my god. They, Bumblebee came out and they're like we got it we got rollout yeah, um, can I and, just uh, and this movie's out... proof the Rise of the Beast is proof that they're like oh no let's keep going let's keep going don't reboot don't reboot it what, well, what, what, what were we going to say well I was going to say the Rotten Tomato score Bumblebee has a 91 In se- critic right critic and critic, audience critic what about uh, audience? Oh, I, I don't have that up. I just got, I see the critic one. It's a oh, 91%. The fact, I mean, critics are the hardest people to convince when it comes to um, established IPs that are based off of other properties. So like if it's toys, video games, um, like, t- like cartoons, whatever, it's hard to convince them to be on like, oh, wow, this is Shakespearean. Should this be nominated at the Oscars? Uh, but Bumblebee got people convinced it it, it was it was insane that that was something that bumblebee could do so i originally thought okay that's lightning in a bottle they can't do it again i i see bumblebee is at 74 for audience those of you listening in if you're part of this audience you are wrong (laughs) you are you are wrong and i feel like that is traumatic experience from michael bayness Y'all been traumatized from Michael Bay shenanigans for so long. You can't you can't fathom seeing an actually good movie like Bumblebee. And you're like, oh, man, wh- where's the poo-poo jokes? Where's the pee-pee jokes? Wh- 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 where's the misogynistic rant by the main male character in this movie? Wh- where is it? I-, I need it in Michael Bay films. Y'all don't understand. Bumblebee was fantastic. Set absolutely not. And I know where Rise of the Beast is. We haven't even gotten to Rise of the Beast yet. I already know where Rise of the Beast is in Rotten Tomato score uh for audiences. 
Y'all are wrong. I'm looking at it right now. I'll save it for the scoring when we get to it. I'm looking at the Rise of the Beast uh, audience score. Y'all are wrong. You did. You gave Bumblebee a. You know what? No, let me stop. Let me stop. We'll save it. We'll okay. Save it. Sure. That was a lot to digest right there. Here's here's what here's what y'all as listeners seem to take from this. The Michael Bay films, as fun as some of them can be, overall not great outings for the Transformers films. Bumblebee, which is relatively a soft reboot of the franchise, uh, they're calling it the prequel series, kicks off a new age of Transformers films. And as Dr. J said, the bar is set pretty high by Bumblebee. Now we're following Bumblebee with Rise of the Beast. Uh, and, you know, it's been five years since Bumblebee. Uh, here we are. People would have probably maybe thought Transformers were dead at this point. But here we are, a new film. Mm. I guess the bar for us going into this movie, what, equal or um, greater than Bumblebee? That's what we wanted, right? At least on par with Bumblebee. On okay. par. I-, I wanted it in that nine range to be like, wow. Like, we're we're in this renaissance of... Um, media like uh, uh, adaptations of established properties where we have stuff like The Last of Us, the Sonic movie, to some extent, the Mario movie. Um, We get all these things and they're doing great because they're sticking to what the source material is and they're giving the fans that they want. So in this new age of, um, uh, of this renaissance, I'm thinking, wow, a Transformers movie coming out in this time period is probably something where we've never seen before. There's actually something going to be very exciting. At least that's how it was to me uh, going into it. it. The marketing was really good on this movie. I was, oh yeah, I was actually getting hyped. I, 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 I was not hyped for last night <laughs> when it was uh, being, you know, marketed and everything. I was hyped for this movie. Maybe it's the classic designs uh, at the forefront again, you know, G1 designs. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was genuinely hyped coming into this. I think you can credit the hypeness to director Stephen Capel Jr., uh, who's also famously known for directing Creed 2. Um, oh. uh, you know, Michael Bay films were... Uh, infused with Linkin Park and hard rock or punk rock or oh, whatever, uh-huh. you know. Uh, and now this film has a 90s aesthetic that is very prevalent through the trailers. Granted, 90s aesthetic, but they play a lot of DMX throughout, mm-hmm. uh, particularly if I'm not mistaken, uh, what you would call it, uh, Rough Riders Anthem, which I don't think came out in 1994. Uh, I have no idea. Which I mean, um, I I I think we talked about it a little bit too. This is kind of like what the 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 Fox X Men uh, franchise tried doing, where like they had an established timeline of events, and then they're doing like prequels that are kind of like rebooting the timeline, and mm-hmm. uh, or it, it's it's up in the air as to whether or not it's still on the same timeline as. 
the you know the Michael Bay films, even though they're trying their best to say, yeah, it is. Uh, in a couple, in ten years or thirteen years, Sam Witwicky will make his first debut uh, <laughs> from nineteen ninety four. But I don't know. Uh, as no. as far as I'm concerned, the Michael Bay films have nothing to do moving forward, and I really hope wow. that is the case. But yeah, I, I was hyped to going into this film, and upon you know completion of the film, walking out, uh, I, without saying a score, I can say, you know, this film is definitely better than some of the other Transformers films. Uh, particularly for me, it's better than. Age of Extinction and The Last Come Night. On. Uh I'll probably even say it's better than uh Don't You Dare. Revenge of the Fallen and Dark of the Moon. Wow. Uh, That's the entire catalog. You're saying it's the second I, best. I, I, Transformers I guess I guess movie? it might not be better than the first Transformers and well, we'll get into the nitty gritty. We'll get into it. It's, What's it's, this movie about? Sure. Okay. Um this movie, uh, well, one again, uh, they're they're taking it in a new direction. They're really exploring a lot of the mythos, which I like. Uh, but right off rip, this film, uh, let's talk about the threat at hand. Bow All before right. the might of Unicron. That's uh, that's Endgame. That's that's a huge name within the Transformers mythos for right. fans who know Unicron is a planet eating, basically god he's basically a transformer he's like a giant moon that can swallow up a planet and then if he wants to he can transform into a robot and punch the planet if he needs to he can uh, and, and funny enough i always thought as a kid growing up on the michael bay films every new movie that came out after the first one i kept thinking oh unicron it's unicron oh yeah they're gonna bring unicron now and they never did and i'm like michael bay five movies in and you wait till the end credit of the fifth one to tease unicron why'd you wait so long it's been 10 years it's it's because he's in game he's in game I, unicron's I, uh, huge it's like Thanos level. This is a Thanos equivalent. It is. It is. It's just you, you. You. The films kept performing less and less as time went on, and it's like, listen, if you're gonna get him out, get him out now. Because now Use it your seems cards. super unlikely. <laughs> like, oh my god. Which, which, it became that he never got Unicron out. He never got Unicron out, or at least his version of Unicron that was teased, you know, in in last night. Um, cause the, oh my God, I'm sure once we start trying to connect the two together, we're going to be like, ah, and impossible. It's impossible. That's why. Yeah. I think, I think, I think as much as they say, they're going to try to tie this back into his films. I really don't think there are, they can. It, yeah. I don't think they can. I think it's impossible. Yep. I think it's impossible, but yeah, Unicron, yep. Unicron's a thing. Um, we got to see a little bit, which sucks. But a little bit of what planet are they on with the oh, unknown? <laughs> well, the primals, the, the, the home, primals. No, the maximals, the, the maximals. maximals, oh, the maximals. Actually, yes. yes, the maximals. What are the maximals? Um, they're they're animal transformers. Is that's basically it, right? That, essentially, yeah. That's what they're. So yeah, it, it was that what that 
3D um animated show from like the late 90s. Yes. Beast yes, Wars, Transformers right? Beast Wars. Yes. Was I, I've heard that was actually really good. Yes. It fan, was. Uh avid Transformers fans love Transformers Beast Wars. Uh okay. I vaguely remember it. Uh, I don't think at the time I didn't really start getting into Transformers until Armada. Armada, yeah, yeah. Armada's yeah. where I, I, I think I knew about Transformers before that, but like, I became a fan with the Armada, um, anime series. That, oh my god, yeah, it just never stopped after that. I think it was mostly yeah. Armada though. I, I, I didn't get sucked into, like that. What? Energon. Energon was the follow-up, and then Cybertron, which they are continuations. I didn't know that. I, I remember yeah. we talked about that before. I did not know they were sequels as a kid. I, I thought they were they separate, are. you know, uh, entries in another timeline. God damn it. Straight wow. up sequels. Yep, straight up. Um, so, no, I which I, I like that it's cool that they brought the Maximals here because we have yet to see the Maximals on screen. You know, and that's a uh, that's like peak Transformers fandom for a lot of people, and it's a it's a new it's a new avenue that we haven't explored yet. Uh, it's like, all right, let's see how they handle this. Um, You've seen a a truck, Autobot. Have you seen a Rhino, an Abe? <laughs> just look like a giant Mighty Joe Young uh, running around. God. Or Peter Jackson's King Kong. No, the Maximals are cool. They're they're definitely cool, and uh, we'll obviously get into more of their plight later. Uh, but um, their homeworld is unfortunately eaten up by Unicron, uh, particularly because of the brilliant leadership of his commander Scourge. Scourge. Scourge of the Terracons. The Terracons are Terracons, not to be confused with. Decepticons. No, not Decepticons. They are Terracons. Um, they mm -hmm. are, I guess, just enemies to the Maximals. Uh, that's a, that's what I took it as. Like, right. Oh wow, you're just evil. Yeah. Um, they're just evil. So you have Scourge, uh, and his two lieutenants. Uh, goodness, Nightbird, and. I don't even know the other one's name. Uh, uh, working for him. The Wrecking Ball one? Yeah, right? the Wrecking Ball one. I don't think he has a name. Uh, I, I I didn't like that. Um, kind of like that anime. Uh, y you know that cliche in anime movies? Um, like, like in uh, Naruto, for example. You have Naruto the anime, and then you have the Naruto original anime movies where... They, they they pick the generic villain troop and it's always oh, the okay. leader. The, this is what I was telling you earlier. I'm like, oh, I don't like that they did this. <laughs> it was the leader. You have the female archetype that's just, oh, she she's an evil baddie. Ooh. And then you have the the buff lieutenant, the uh, off uh, like you know, his right hand man or whatever. Battle trap is his name. Battle trap. Battle, Battle trap. Battle trap. Um I was like, oh, there it is. That that's the anime. That, that's the anime villain trope. Sure, fine, go ahead. It's okay. I'll accept it. Um, you know, um, yeah, no, it, it's tropey at times, and I think that's what I was waiting for as far as their kind of villain arc goes. Uh, 
I wanted to know why they are doing this. I wanted to know what was kind of their backstory. And I, I guess I ask this of every film we always see. I'm like, why are they you, evil? Yes. Are they born evil? Did Unicron eat their planet? Uh, oh, well, they did. Uh, well, this was later in the movie, but they he did say something like that to um, Scourge uh, when he brought him the wrong, when he only brought him half the key and he was torturing okay. him. Okay. He did say, oh, I'm going to, I forgot what he said about his planet. He's like, I'm going to eat you the way I ate your planet or something. I don't know. Oh, and you know what? I was like, wow, maybe they might do something with that. Maybe we'll get some layers to never, Transformers villains. Never again. And yeah, we don't really get much of that. Uh, and that's a shame because Scourge is voiced by the great and brilliant Peter Dinklage. Uh, oh, I kept forgetting that was him the entire time. Oh, no, I heard it in his voice. He's He was giving an evil Tyrion, I guess. Oh, wow. Uh, Creative. <laughs> uh, sure. I mean, I'm calling out his most prominent role. What do you want me to say? The angry elf from Elf? Yes. Call me Elf. Angry CEO. Call me Elf one more time. <laughs> oh, he's an angry elf. <laughs> so, no, I'm not going to say that, no. Uh, but yeah, it's a shame because Peter Dinklage is here. I think he could have really, you know, did some cool stuff with Scourge. Uh, I, he's intimidating, uh, he as we'll intimidating. learn to find out. Uh, kills the Maximal Leader, kill their planet. Boom. We're now present day 1994. We're introduced to our human cast. Because what's a Transformers movie uh, without a human cast? Yay. 1994, New York City. Brooklyn, we meet Sonic, uh, Sonic, aka Anthony Ramos, Noah Diaz, and Dominique Fishbacks, Elena Wallace. Um, they're here. Their stories are gonna intertwine because they have to. Mm. Uh, Noah is down on his luck, trying to make money for his family. Ex-soldier, uh, got a chip on his shoulder, can't pin down a job. Brother has sickle cell, so. Was that what it yes. was? Yeah, it was Sickle Cell. Yep. Oh. Sickle Cell. Desperate need of money. He'll do anything for some money. Uh, Elena, uh, working her way through the museum, trying Elena's, to become. Elena's the least undercooked out of all of them. <laughs> she... Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, what they're just... trying to set up some low key racism among the workplace. With Elena? Yeah. Why? I don't know, or what? She was just an intern, so they treated her bad. I just thought it was an intern thing, like, oh, I'm going to the ball. Uh, you will be here to press my clothes, my dress. I just thought she was the overambitious um, archaeologist or tech, not not tech whiz, but like you know, she she she's the one with the knowledge about what pushes the plot forward, but her talents are not appreciated at the place that she works. Um. She got her 60 minutes of fame at the end. Good for her. Uh, I guess that's where her character went. Ultimately. That's where it was going. It made sense. I guess. I Clearly, more thought was put into Noah's, I guess, arc as a character as opposed to um, Miss Fishback. Um, but, yeah, I... Ugh, man, I guess we could get into the human characters. I Well... I mean, you have to, but I just feel this is where these movies become iffy for me. Right. Because 
I do not want to spend time with the human characters. We don't uh, need them. It is 2023. We don't need them. We don't need a human connection to be our avatar in this Transformers world that they're setting up. Please just put the robots on screen. Please. Have them talk. Um, and I get it. It's money. It's money. Cause Yeah, you put a famous yeah. face there. Yeah. Yeah, like well, I, I meant in terms of like the 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 CGI. Oh, um that's just sure. more, you know, more scenes with them, more money you gotta spend, more, you know, moving the mouth and moving all the little parts around them when they're like just sitting there. Um but yeah, it's just I want to see these guys either punch each other or I want to see them talk to each other. Some of the quieter moments in this movie, which, uh, you know, we, we get to later on, they involve the Transformers talking. And that's a first. Right. You usually don't get them talking that much, uh, at least with each other. Sure. They talk to uh, Sam, take the cube that's about it that's the range that they have his um, pheromone level smells like he wants to mate with the girl <laughs> uh they, they, these are your favorites no they're not no they're not uh what is wrong with you remember that one? Oh no i don't remember that one that was the one where they're hiding behind the house and they're trying to i i think oh ironhide yes ironhide what is wrong with you oh no no because he said he said the humans are a nuisance shall i exterminate them no we right. do not exterminate humans what is wrong with you sorry <laughs> one of the show my cannons was, number one was so good it was okay. bad it was bad it was bad <laughs> but it, it was bad in all the right ways let, let me say this as far as you know that scene in mind with the human characters in the original transformers films there's so much fluff with them you know there's a lot of fluff there's a lot of them running around they don't even have to have transformers in the scenes they don't even have to talk about transformers they're really trying to invest you in these human characters and yet it takes away so much time from the Transformers. So with this film, you know, we have two prominent ones, and that's really it. You know, right. and, the, and the other right. ones, it'd be like Josh Duhamel, Shia LaBeouf, Tyrese, Megan Fox, John Turturro, Ramon Rodriguez. Uh. And it's like, whoa, this there's more humans than the Autobots. There's five Autobots. Five. <laughs> that's not enough so i'm i'm glad we only have two here and although yes they're here whatever i think this film does a much better job at weaving kind of their arcs back into the arcs of the transformers more than say like mark Wahlberg and his crew you don't like the bud light scene you want insurance this is this is an alien car, honey. Hold my, give me my alien gun. No, <laughs> get the fuck funny. out of here. That no, was it's funny. not funny. That's not funny. That's stupid. <laughs> you thought the Xbox 360 transforming in the first one was hilarious. Oh, shut up! I Absolutely bet. not. No. no oh, I it made not. the Xbox 360 sound warm. No, 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 no. 
human characters are here. There's not as much fluff. Let's talk about how they get brought into the fold. Uh, trying to make some money. Uh, Noah steals a car. What do you know? That car turns out to be a transformer. We get our Whoa. first very Autobot. similar circumstances. Yeah, yeah, we discovery. Tropy, yeah, tropy, a little bit. Uh, it's Mirage, played by Pete Mirage. Davidson, and you can Pete tell. Davidson's having a ball with this role. Uh, yes, you can tell he's a kid, excited like this is it. This is this is my peak. I, I ain't ever gonna be a transformer again. I gotta <laughs> sell it. I gotta give it up, give it my all right here. It was good. I mean, I I I liked Pete Davidson to an extent um on uh, as as mirage i i feel like he teetered back and forth a little bit for me uh like between annoying and um actually funny um which is basically pete davidson's life which is basically peach Dave god pete davidson's life um so yeah mirage you know some scenes i'm like uh can you stop other scenes i'm like okay that was kind of funny. You know, uh, I think I enjoy Noah and Mirage's relationship more than, people might hate me for this, Sam and Bumblebee's relationship. Wow. I was really digging Mirage and Noah. Uh, I don't know. There was just like, and, it, and I think this is kind of an arc that's trying to be set up throughout the film is that, uh, Mirage is putting a lot of trust in Noah and early on uh, when they bring Noah and Elena into the fold uh, we learned that Optimus of all of all the bots he does not trust humans at all at this point which is a very interesting take to put on Optimus because usually he's like the opt haha <laughs> did his name he's the optimistic yes. Autobot He's, he's the one leading the charge and, you know, being very accepting of humans. And he's always putting humans uh, to to almost to a fall. He's always putting the the uh, the betterment of humans above his own people. Mm, yeah, <laughs> um, no, absolutely. So to see him not do that in this movie and actually be the opposite, like he's basically saying, screw humans, we must protect our own. Uh, essentially he is he's he's literally saying that he's i gotta get mine and mine a home <laughs> you know that's that, that that's interesting because like obviously you know he's going to change at some point um but that leaves room for him to go through a character arc because for the most part uh optimus is pretty static throughout all five of the michael bays i mean oh, and, and, except, and you know, except last night because except, last night oh, he had to turn evil he had to turn he forcefully, good again. forcefully forcefully evil. yes um so it puts him in an interesting spot in this movie which they could have done more with it they, they really could have done more with it but i i thought it was fine you know what they did what they had for him he was very untrusting of humans um and then it got to that boiling point where, like, he saw a human about to destroy his one ticket home. And I thought it was going to be a bit more explosive at that point rather than, uh, uh, Noah, please don't do this to me. I want to go home. I thought it was going to be, like, anger. Like, 
oh, I I know you humans could not be trusted. And I wasn't expecting him to kill him or anything, but you know, like tension, uh, tension, drama, uh, boiling of of different ideologies, clashing, protecting one's own people for the betterment of the other. But it didn't it's, go in that direction. Well. I think there's a reason why it doesn't go in that direction. We'll get there. Uh, and I think it's you owe it to Optimus Primal for Primal. showing Optimus Prime the way. But we'll get there uh, momentarily. Uh, shoot. The Way Home. I guess that's kind of the the MacGuffin of the film. It's the MacGuffin. It's the sure. the, what, the, the, the Energon Bridge. Uh, it, it's a, I don't know why they didn't call it a space bridge. It was... I mean, We've was, heard the term space bridge before in Transformers. Every, everything is tied to Energon. You gotta have, yes. or Spark. If it's not the All Spark or a Spark, it is Energon. Th this was uh, the Transwarp Key. The Transwarp Key. Which opens, it's, it's powered by Energon. It opens up, it basically opens up a space bridge. This is an Autobot, the Autobot's chance to return to Cybertron where a lot of them are here on Earth as refugees. There's still a war going on in Cybertron. They want to get Is there back. a war still going on in Cybertron? Yes, they said the war is still going on. Interesting. So there there are Autobots and Decepticons still on Cybertron that are yes, fighting. Yes, correct. Okay, I didn't know that. And as, and as Bumblebee implied, you know, Bumblebee came to Earth, uh, and he was hunted by two Decepticons. They were like the only Transformers on Earth. In that Bumblebee film. Right. Only three. Right. Uh, so, and it's been seven years they've been here. So they want to get back home. They want to continue the fight. They want to protect their own. There's a running theme of protecting your own. Uh, Transwarp key. Turns out there's two parts. They got to go get the other part because they lost the part to the Terracons. The Terracons come and whoop some ass. They whoop some Transformers ass and... I think this leads to the first big plot twist. Um, spoiler alert for those listening. Again, I hope you watch the movie as we are going to be discussing in detail. Uh, we get our first death of a Transformer during this scene. And to everybody's shock and dismay, it's Bumblebee. Oh, right. Right. Bumblebee eats it really quickly. It's like 30 minutes in 30 minutes in and but you know given the context of like it's a prequel to the michael bay films <sighs> and you knew and that's the thing too i i feel like that's it's a fake out it, it, it's a fake out it's a fake out because you know he's gonna come back to come into the michael bay timeline but it's oh god I, I feel like that's just so i feel like they think in the writer's room or, you know, wherever they're making these things, they, these ideas, they think they're so far away from the Michael Bay films that take that, that get kicked off in 2007. Cause right now they're in 1994 and they're thinking, Oh, we got, we got uh 13 years to like, you know, worry about that. We don't gotta, we don't gotta worry about canonicity. We could throw people through a loop and tell them a story about how uh, <laughs> Bumblebee dies. And it's like, but if you're tied to the main timeline, I know he's going to come back. So it was sad to see him die, but I'm like, you're not killing him. You're not killing him off. So it was watch, watching that scene. I was like in shock because I was like, oh, well, wow, these they aren't, did it. 
Well, yeah, if these aren't tied, well, this is a bold move. And if if it work if it works in the movie's favor, I'll give y'all mad props. However, there was a scene in the trailer where Bumblebee jumps from the plane, and I was like, Oh, I didn't see did. that one. Oh yeah, and I was like, either that was cut from the movie, or Bumblebee's really dead. Uh, wow. You know, and as you said, we've we've done this before. We've seen Optimus die in Revenge of the Fallen. He's brought back by the third act. Not that we knew he would, but that whole movie was centered around reviving him. We know Transformers can be revived. Uh, they find right. up new convoluted ways. So it, it didn't hit as hard as it should, probably. Uh, it was still shocking. and it's. But it, I think the worst part about it is that Bumblebee sits out the whole film. Right, right. And we all love some Bumblebee. Who, by the way, references his own movie. Uh, he references yes. very briefly. Um, he he tells Optimus like, uh, "Oh, um, humans are not all bad, you know. Humans I, are my friends. Humans are my friends." And and Optimus literally says, "Haley Steinfeld doesn't count, Bumblebee. She's <laughs> one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> They're all bad." And, but yeah, Bumblebee adds to this. You know, you can trust humans, Optimus. You know, and you know, I feel like they they took him out because he was gonna be that that ear of reason that that ear of reason to Optimus had he been alive throughout the rest of the movie. Which it's oh god, it's kind of weird because once you remove Bumblebee, now Optimus can properly fester in his mind that humans should not be trusted and he should hate humans. Not to the extent to kill them, but, you know, not trust them. They're not our allies. And then that's when you have uh, Optimus Primal come in at the end. And be, and he's the one that has to teach Optimus to trust humans. Rather than, had Bumblebee been alive, he would have been telling Optimus, Optimus, you got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop that. But right. they want to give that opportunity to Primal instead of Bumblebee. So they, they, they take him out. Like no nah, no nah, get out of here. There, I think there's a way you could go to, you could go about it where Bumblebee still lives and can have some scenes, but it 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 services this movie and it works uh, to a degree because uh, I do like the interactions between the the Optimuses. Uh, so the plot takes us to Peru. Uh, everybody's on board. Uh, Noah and Elena are on board. Uh, you know, uh, very represent quickly. The, to represent the human race. Yeah, stop what you're doing. Uh, let's just go <laughs> hop to Peru. Specifically, uh, and again, Elena does not. Is it Elena or Elena? Elena. 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 Okay. Elena is just kind of like she. She's being dragged along, right? Um, right. She, Noah, she's she's the key because she has key. studied uh, uh, maximal archaeology for uh, three hours. So and she she's an expert on it um, with Noah. And, and this is again, this is the whole thing where, like, I just am not a fan of these human characters. Noah and I told you about this. Noah is so quick to decide, well, I'm going to save the world in one second. He is just doing this to get money for his brother. And literally within seconds, there's like a snap that happens where he's like, what, you're going to Peru to save the world? Count me in. No one messes with Brooklyn. 
what? <laughs> like, I, 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 I get it. It's like, yeah, save the world so that no, your, your brother doesn't die. But do, do you see the jump? Do you see the jump? Like, it just, it just happens. Like, yes, I am ready to save the world. No pushback. No, uh, no, no, no hesitation. No, no, no real... hesitation. I mean, it doesn't I feel real. Had... It doesn't feel he... real. He had some hesitation in the beginning uh, when, you know, he first meets the Transformers and whatnot. But then when the stakes, when push comes to shove, he was like, I'm ready. I'm gung ho. Let's go. Yeah, I, I understand if you don't buy into it. I don't think I was necessarily sold either. But I, I guess I, I just went along with it because what I saw from all of this of him going, I saw this relationship with mirage again which i think is done really well uh we see mirage have a little moment with noah's brother talking about you know i'm gonna protect him he's going out of his way to protect a human optimus is over here saying uh you know humans aren't worth saving right mm -hmm. so you you got this back and forth of are humans worth saving are transformers worth saving and then as you said Noah's presented with this, you know, he's he's not really on board to save the world. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna save the world, which means by not helping them, uh, basically. Right, right. Which I, is also an interesting take too. Uh, let's destroy really their way home. Well, it's like if they need two pieces to open this space bridge with the time warp key, if the Terracons get a hold of both pieces, they'll bring Unicron here. Noah says, well, if we just destroy one piece or be okay. He's not wrong. It's very, logic very logical. There. I'm very glad they logical. addressed it because usually in films like this, we would be asking that thing because the characters don't bring it up. We would be like, well, if that's the problem, why don't they just destroy one one piece of the key? Then the key can't be completed. But no, no, it, it's actually integrated into the, into the story, and I can appreciate that. It, despite it making seem Noah like a bit of a, a, a dick. Uh, but I mean, it makes sense. He's like, we got to look out for our own. Um, they may not be able to go back, but he, at least they ain't bringing the devil to our front door. Right. And I, I feel that is a, that's a conflict. It's like a three-way conflict at this point. Uh, mm. we don't get that a lot. Well, we, I don't think we ever got that really in the Transformers films at all in the past. To where it's really explored really well. I think uh, we get moments with Noah and Elena. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, talking about, yeah, this is probably what needs to happen. We need to protect Earth. And then same thing with, uh, you know, Optimus. Optimus is over here mourning Bumblebee. Uh, thinking, you know, this is my fault. I got to get us home before this happens again. Uh, and then Elena, you know, she's also that insightful character who's like, you don't see it, Noah, but you and Optimus are one and the same. Protect, you're both big brothers protecting your younger brothers, your younger siblings. I, I, I like that comparison. It was nice. Right, right. I, I think uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and say this film does a much better job with the uh, the relationships with among the Transformers and the humans and the Transformers among themselves. I mean, we still don't really get too much like it's better than Transformer to trans before. Yes. It, and that bar was already low, but it, we're getting there. It's better than what we got before. Right. It, it's a step getting, in the right direction. 
Yeah, I think it peaks in the Peru sequence. So we're led here by Air Razor, the giant falcon, played Boys by Michelle Yeoh. Yo. She's cool here. She's right? in everything. They they are capitalizing on her uh stardom right now, definitely. So I wanted to see her. I mean, towards the end, you got to see Oh, Transform. I, yes, I was waiting for I wanted to see was it Maximize? Is it Maximize? Maximals maximize. Yes. <laughs> I wanted to see her. I did. But unfortunately, too. you don't. She 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 did. She ends up eating it. Uh we hardly knew ye, Air Razor. Uh she gets corrupted by Scourge. And which is very strange. Like it makes you think why if Scourge could do that to any of them. Why, why not shoot them all with it? Right. It, it, I get it. it, it it's a slow it's slow because you know Michelle Yeoh didn't turn right away, but I mean, in one of these chase sequences, you, you could have capped one of them and turned them all to. What if you got one of the primes, one of the primes, you just infected either Optimus Prime or uh, Maximus Primus? Well, you could have easily just had a scene uh, where Unicron's like, "Here, Scourge." Use one of these. Oh, it's a one you, and done. Yeah, one and done. Use it wisely, you know. But then you ask Unicron, you're a planet. You can't provide more. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, plot hole. There goes one plot hole. It's a uh, one? Whoa. I, I, one, one really evident plot hole. Uh, sure. Air Razor is corrupted, uh, ends up betraying them, uh, and... The uh, Terracons are, well, before we even get to that, uh, well, the Terracons get the pieces. They, whatever, uh, they open up the bridge. Here comes Unicron. Uh, we are introduced to Wheeljack and Stratosphere, two other Autobots on the team. RC's here, too. We haven't talked about RC. RC, uh, yeah. She's just kind of here. Uh, she's just kind of there. Uh, I was excited for her, but... She didn't do much. She um, really didn't. I wanted to see her. I mean, she she had that one scene in the, the that we saw in the trailer where she's like on the side of a wheeljack. Okay, boom, so, boom. some of these action sequences, they're. I think the Peru stuff was, and everything in Peru was good. Yes, she had yeah. that. The mountainside action sequences. Yes, she's hanging on wheeljack, who's a a hippie van. Right. Um, got some wheeljack nice little kind of kind of funny. I like him. Did you like his uh, um, Spanish accent? Hey, papi. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was probably the funniest interaction between the the human and one of the Transformers. That that, that interaction with Noah and Wheeljack was just <laughs> freaking hilarious. He's, he's like, I don't know, man. That's kind of low-key racist. <laughs> he's like, I, I can't be racist. He's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> that's fu that was funny that was that, actually that was funny. funny well i think it's funny because uh you know it's a it's a valid question first of all uh what's a robot calling me a racist for and then two i don't know you know these transformers i rather this transformer speak spanish than the ebonic talking transformers in uh oh my god revenge are of the fallen are you one of those skids and mud flap <laughs> Oh man, uh, I wouldn't even watch them. I'm gonna bust a cap on his ass. <laughs> Funny. 
No, not funny. <laughs> not funny. Um, oh my god. Uh, we we were brought the the rest of the Maximals are brought in. Uh, Optimus Primal. Uh, what is it? Cheetor? Is it Cheetor? I think it's Cheetor. Yeah. Cheetor. Mistakenly and... thought was female for some reason. Not female. <laughs> it's all right. And then Rhinox. Rhinox. They are all here. Rhinox. Yeah, I did. I know he. I know he maximized in the final fight, but I couldn't recognize which one he was. Yeah, uh, him and Optimus Primal looked very similar. When Primal they... had the hammer. When I, he... I, I thought at one point Rhinox had a hammer. Oh, n- never mind. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Rhinox got like nothing to do. I I feel like he he didn't have anything to do. You, you didn't really get. If, if you saw a scene with Rhinox, it was he was paired with someone else to like you know in the final battle. So yeah, no, out no, of the, all of the, them, this Transformers film still suffers many of the Transformer tropes. Uh, we get some great interactions between the Optimuses, Optimus Prime and Primal. However, yeah, Cheetor and Rhinox, we hardly knew ye. You know? I mean, wait, they didn't die, right? No, I'm sorry. They didn't die. Oh, no, okay. They lived. But I barely can recall two pieces of dialogue from either of them. Right, right. You know? Uh, Optimus Primal shows Optimus that they've been living here for hundreds of years. And they have been protected by a tribe of humans. Uh, who've been helping them hide the the trans warp key. Optimus Primal can speak their native tongue. I don't know how the hell he learned that. Mm. He did. Uh, and he's he's opening Optimus's eyes to humans can be trusted. Humans can are worth saving. Uh, we need to stop looking at each other as separate teams and we need to all be until we are one right is that no, it we until are we one. are one right i like that i i actually enjoyed that i think that was very well done kind of it was ju- just this interaction is this is the stuff i was craving in the michael bay films transformers right. having one-on-ones heart-to-hearts that had some substance to it right they actually have lessons that are being learned between the characters. Um, you know, out like like even going back with Mirage and Noah, you know, it's I, I kind of see what you mean uh in regards to like they may be a better portrayal of like Bumblebee and Sam's relationship because uh, Sam and Bumblebee Sam uh, Bumblebee protected Sam out of just obligation to protect humans. Right, like, oh, right. don't let the humans die. Sam, or also, Sam had the glasses, so it's like you know, quick, Sam, move, move. It's more like action-oriented protection. It's not like, obviously, they care for each other, but like you don't see that the way you see it with Mirage and Noah, where it's like right. they have a genuine bond with each other, um, and, and there's dialogue that reflects that. Uh, so that when you get moments where he's like, hey, fist bump, fist bump, man, fist bump me. And it, it, it's nice. It's nice. A little cheesy, uh, even for Transformers standards. But oh, no, definitely. It's definitely. What's a what's a Transformers film without some cheese? Without some. Right. Right. A little too much cheese. Uh, but 
No, I I like moments like that. Uh, so yes, the Transformers do get more characterization. I can appreciate that, and um, and and yeah, that you know that it, it it does culminate in that scene where you know uh, Noah's about to destroy one half of the key in a very just oddly positioned way. I don't know. I just I just thought it was weird that he put it. I'm gonna do it. Uh, and Optimus is just like, no, Noah, don't. And I wanted it to be a boiling. I, I wanted Optimus's switch to flip right here where uh. Primal was getting to him. Primal was convincing him. But then, oh, God, look what look what Noah just did. Now he's setting Optimus back. Now he's back to team. Screw all the humans. I thought that was going to happen. It didn't. Kind of sucked that it didn't. Um... But I mean, Noah decides. Uh, you're right. We are one. Uh, I think you've. I think if you had ten more minutes to 10 this more, film, that's it. That's it. I, I, right. I was literally thinking that. I'm like, yeah, the movie's like what two? Uh, two, two hours and seven minutes. So. Ten more minutes, and you could have gotten just just a smidge of additional uh, optimist development, just to you know get tensions high, get get people right. Like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Think, no, it, it was very. It was. It. It was a very uh like soft re resolution. The uh, you know, he convinces him not to destroy it, and I don't even think from there that there's really a conversation about what, like, why, why are we right. It would there was no conversation of kind of like the principle of it. It was just all right. They got the key. What are we gonna do? Let's oh no, they took Elena. <laughs> right there. Yeah, there was no reflection part. No time. Uh, no time. And actually, yeah, the third act of the movie just kind of it's like a race to the finish. Um it's it's the giant beam in the sky. Um that only the Transformers can see. That only Yeah, that's another <laughs> yeah, I thought that was dumb. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like it's a, a backwards ass way to like get to oh God, to still stay in canon. To the Michael Bay films, where in Michael Bay they had no knowledge that, for the most part, society had no knowledge that these Transformers were a thing. So a giant energon beam in the sky, you would think it, it would it would raise alarms for for multiple people uh, about like, oh yeah, Transformers. What about that thing in 1994? Was that Transformers related? The beam in the sky? Uh, no, it wasn't. Listen, I'm. I'm telling you, there's an, they are they they are etching the Michael Bay films out of this history. They really are because you want to go off of that logic. Hey, didn't the books of Camelot and King Arthur? Didn't they mention a big sentient being that was part of King Arthur's court? You know, you could you could take it wherever you could take it wherever because that is yes. the convolutedness those films set up. So it I'm is. I am okay with the erasure. <laughs> Oh, wow. Yes. Erase them. Be gone. You want a Thanos snap? The, Michael Bay's films walked so that Rise of the Beast could run. My, again, I like I said, I think the Michael Bay films excelled in the action, which I think this film does a good job at kind of you know, capitalizes on the action. I think as we talked about the final sequence, which is we got to turn off that bridge, no matter the cost. 
Unicron's army is here. They're going to stop at nothing. I think that was a great action set piece. I think it was too. It was probably the best part of the movie as as Oh, for sure. Yeah. As many people would call it, it's it's like a child getting their toys and smashing them together <laughs> uh in a big set piece. Um shout out to the crowd that was with us at this movie. Y'all, if you're listening to this, God forbid, y'all were hella annoying for the first two acts of this damn movie. I did not need a theater clap every time Optimus came and transformed for the first time. Like, oh my God, it's Optimus, he transformed, oh! Clap, clap. Y'all were hella annoying, extremely annoying. (laughs) But let me tell you, let me tell you, y'all were annoying, right? For the first two acts. I am glad y'all had that same energy for the final act because that was a blast. I love the energy the crowd had in the final act. Uh, people freaking out over uh, people jumping in from the from the sky, and uh, when 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 a uh, primal said uh, maximals maximize, and everyone's going that was Whoa! good, very good moment. That very was, good moment. That was a end game crowd pleaser. Did, did, we, did we did we say that was Ron Perlman? as uh, optimus primal think we did if if we didn't yes pro- yes uh Ron, actually no Ron. no we 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 didn't because we met we mentioned peter dinklage we mentioned okay peter dinklage. Ron, ron perlman as optimus primal mm-hmm. uh gives a great performance uh yeah no that was great that was great very that was fantastic they know they don't it's, it's fan service they know where to capitalize you have an optimus <laughs> You had you had the Optimus Prime and Optimus Primal double takedown. Uh RC and Wheeljack did some cool bits. Mm-hmm. Uh Cheetor with his spear. That I think maybe good. um maybe Rhinox had like a ball and chain or something. Oh that wait. No, 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 no. Rhinox wasn't the ball and chain. That was the other one. The the buff. Oh, the bad guy, the Terracon. The, the buff Terracon, yeah, because there was that scene where like towards the end they like caught the ball and chain and i think they double teamed that guy oh, and optimus cut. sliced it and optimus yeah. Prim- primal came oh my god he monkeyed him oh he was a, he was a monkey he was acting like a monkey <laughs> that was funny that was genuinely funny but that was mine Oh my God! These I feel like I'm probably gonna watch this movie again just for the one-liners from uh, Optimus. These are peak one-liners. These are actually like good one-liners that I feel like I could probably quote the same way I quote uh, uh, Transformers One <laughs> with right. the things that he says. Um, but yeah, this entire sequence. You see the, I don't know if we got this in the Michael Bay films, the, the, um, the Optimus Prime axe, the axe we, that he uses. We, we've got variations of the axe. I like, think. This is like classic, classic axe where it's like a one-handed, we've, we've, uh, weapon. We've got, we've gotten the axe. What happens is the axe gets lost in the sauce for this wow factor of how it shoots out of his hand and oftentimes it breaks easily so we've gotten it but it's more flashed than actual like style or whatever right you know? 
So no, it looks so much better here. It does. I it, liked like it. No, I, I definitely liked it. Gen I liked everything about this. Uh I think, you know, the the <laughs> the uh what is it? The standout moments of this final act. Uh A, you got Bumblebee dropping from the sky. That was, was really good. That was fun. That was fun. Uh what? LL Cool J, Mama said knock you out. Yeah. Uh Damn, like we're back, baby, or I'm back, baby. Don't call it a comeback. Oh, that's what it was. Uh, that was really good. That yo, that, that was, was a good. crowd pleaser. That was. That a was. Crowd oh, they knew. They knew. Every, I, the staying power of Bumblebee is amazing. You uh, can't get rid of him ever. You, you you take a poll, people probably say Bumblebee over Optimus Prime. Oh. Oh come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, I believe it. I believe I, he's the one that got it. I don't see an Optimus Prime movie. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Bumblebee got his. The Bumblebee sure did. Yeah. Mm. They said, you're a star, Bumblebee. We're going to make you a star. Uh, Damn right. And then the other standout moment, uh, we get Mirage, who heroic heroically sacrifices himself to put himself in front of Scourge's blast. At uh, Noah and oh, we Mirage. Knew he was dead. We knew he was dead early on. Mirage? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, the, no, the... like that, that that fist bump that he gave Noah before they went into that pipe thing to get to the core. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You <laughs> I, thought so, I was, yeah. Yeah, I leaned over to you. I'm like, oh, he dead. <laughs> he dead. Oh, man, I did not take it like that. Oh, no, man. he was dying. As soon as I saw that fist bump, I'm like, yeah, he's, he, he's dead. He's going to die. But then this was cool. What happened next? Um, the little yeah. life left in Mirage. Apparently, Mirage can transform around anything. He takes his body and basically gives Noah an exoskeleton, uh, or a Power yeah. Ranger suit, Mega a, Man, a Mega Man. Yeah, it was definitely given Mega Man. Uh, even like overall looked if painted mm -hmm. blue and it was mega man right right it's about to go down <laughs> it was cool so noah noah is he has armor and now he's taking on scourge uh the big bad villain he is fighting him uh, he's holding his own and i was saying this to you uh outside the theater we have seen this before never in the live action films uh oh the the humanoid uh transformer armor thing yeah yes yes that was new i like that i like it too i thought it was cool i was I, like i think the cg was a little wonky with um at times yeah his, his, his face in particular like trying to focus his face while the suit of armor is moving around mm -hmm. um, oh yeah i mean we i want to ask if we if it, if people had the experience we had where our our three D was not it. Oh we yeah we saw this movie in four DX um and yeah we some four DX movies have three D glasses some of them don't this one had it and the three D effects were really bad um oh, it, I don't think it, I've, it's the worst I've ever seen in the sense of unless if the character is not directly in front of you. They like it, 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 it. The characters directly in front of you, it's fine. But mm -hmm. 
But if they're far away in the shot of the screen in any capacity, it, it has that 3D effect where like the image the image splits as if you took your 3D glasses off. So anything in the background for like uh uh for these um scenes blurry as hell. Oh, but if they're God. right in front of you, it's different. And it was so weird. Sometimes it would happen, sometimes it wouldn't. That was super annoying. I wanted to be in the, I wanted to do 4DX because I wanted to feel like we were on the universal ride. Uh, Might be better than the universal ride. I was going to ask you that. Do you think it's better than the universal ride? It's terrible how we're out here comparing the 4DX experience to actual theme park rides. But yes, it was better than the universal ride. What was the what was the thing that we compared another thing to the 4D experience? We, you said the Fast and Fast X oh, was, yes. was better it than was the better. Fast and Furious ride, and which is crazy because what a true statement it is. Because I don't think there's I don't know anybody who likes that ride. Not a single uh, soul. Right. So I don't know why it's still open. <laughs> money. So <laughs> Rise of the Beast 4DX. Uh, I hope y'all don't have our 3D experience, but the 4D part was great. Uh, it was. It was. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, we get that big culminating moment where Optimus comes, and it's now Optimus and he Noah was. taking on Scourge. Stop that. <laughs> uh, and then Let what them does, come. Does Primal come in there, too, and help out a little bit? Towards the, uh, what, the fight? Yeah. Yeah, he has the hammer. Okay, and it's uh until we are one. Until we are one. Right. Because at this point, everybody was fighting for themselves. The humans side had their motivations. Right. The prime the Maximals had theirs, Autobots had theirs. They weren't fighting as one. They come together, boom, Scourge is defeated. Unicron though, we still gotta shut it down. Optimus gonna sacrifice himself to shut it down. Everybody get out. Optimus shuts it down. Optimus about to be sucked away. Who saves the day? Optimus I'm Primal. No, not Optimus Primal. I know. That's the joke. It's Noah, a human. Yes. Pulls down the weight of a transformer. Great, the absolute no. There's a limit. There's a limit. There's a limit. I don't care that he has a suit of armor. There's a limit. There's a limit. Until mention, we are one. Not to mention Optimus towers over Mirage, so it's not even like Mirage has the strength by himself. I think to pull down Optimus, but now a human. Ah, oh, God. Yes. Yes, the answer is yes. He can do sure. it. But just when you think it's it's all lost, then you have Optimus Primal coming in until we are one. That was that good. Was, it was that good. That was good. The, 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 the quote was good. I, I liked it. I liked it. Could have could have baked in the oven a little bit more the whole we are one thing. I feel like he could have done that a lot more in early in earlier parts of the film to like really sell out that 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 payout at the end because the payout was there but it just wasn't cooked enough but i still like the payout it's like eating cookie dough uh you don't need to cook the cookie all the way the, the cookie dough still tastes good you'll maybe but, get sick from it but but if you 
Let it bake. It'll be one delicious cookie. Right, right. Uh, and yeah, this cookie, running with the theme of cookies now, this cookie um, could have been left in the oven longer, this movie as a whole. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it feels like it, it should be an end game type of vibe with Unicron and whatnot. Unicron's and still kicking. Yeah, and, and you don't see... I mean, when Scourge went to go talk to him, you saw like a, a face of Unicron. Like there was like a giant face at one point. Right. But you never really see Unicron. You see the planet. You, you, you see him as a planet eater, which that's what he is. But you don't get to see like, you know, the entity of Unicron as like, you know... He's also he could transform into a robot. He can transform. He can. Yep. And that maybe they're saving that as like true end game. Like this was just Unicron trying to get to Earth. Maybe at some maybe at some point they need to get to him. Ooh, to... yeah, because I would hate a bunch of films where it's like, I gotta find a new way to get to Earth. Why are you obsessed with Earth? <laughs> Eat something else. Right. <laughs> but I'm also glad they didn't Galactus him from uh, yes right that was the biggest fear because it's like oh god are they gonna kill him in this because if they do that's it <laughs> what, what oh i just what? meant i i'm glad he wasn't a big puff cloud of nothingness. Oh, oh right 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 yeah i was i was kind of thinking they were gonna do that to him too uh well, super scared well, if it was directed by michael bay i thought Ugh. they would have done that for sure you think so a hundred percent. Yeah, he was a hundred percent gonna make uh Galactus. Uh, Galactus. I thought they were gonna make him uh, basically a Galactus from Fantastic Four, the the live action films. Mm. Um, thank God they didn't, and I feel like they 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 kept him around. And you know, uh, Unicron kind of taunts him a little bit when Optimus is getting sucked away, and or no, but b- uh, before he shuts down the machine, he's like Prime. I could give you anything you want. And it's like, oh, that that might, and you know, the optimist denies it, but that may that may be something that they tease later on um in in the future maybe. Yeah, I I mean ooh, the future looks different uh given Yes. Uh, I mean, I have some thoughts where I would like this franchise to go, but what they gave us never in a million years that I thought we were going to get this. Right, um, right. So, shoot. Do, I don't even know if we get a proper conclusion as where the Autobots end up going. Oh, you where don't the, know. Where the Maximals end up going. I like. Do they do they stick with the Autobots? Do they stay uh, in Peru? Um, they really don't say nothing. It's over and that's it. Yeah. No, no. Bumblebee, you're back. Nothing. Oh, Mirage. Oh, no. I can fix that. None of that. Mm-mm. Nothing. None of it. Very strange. Very, very strange. It felt rushed. Again, 10 more minutes. 10 more minutes. Yeah, it it, it kind of felt like um, what they did with Dark of the Moon. I really remember it with Dark of the oh, Moon. Oh, yeah. Dark of the Moon. Where, like, at the end, it's like, Megatron, Optimus, die. And he just kills him. And then it's over. <laughs> right, right. Um <laughs> that was bad, yeah. That was bad. So yeah, they just literally jumped to all right, Noah's back home. Mother sees him all bruised up, does not ask questions, and I doubt he told her the truth. I, I doubt he told 
He was gone for like four days. Right. She, she's not questioning anything. <laughs> sure. Sure. I mean, he's not a kid. I guess he doesn't have to. Uh, in, a, in a Hispanic household, I don't think that's flying. I mean, she's under his roof. Right. Correct. Yeah. A New York uh, Spanish mother ain't no way. No way. Sure. Um, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they just jump right ahead to what? Um, uh, Noah's at an interview. The credits start rolling, and they just like, He's all right, at an interview. Here uh, it is. Go ahead. What? All right, God, this was long too. This was a long. As I was recording it, I was like, scene. "Can y'all get to the point? Like, what is this? Who uh, is this? He's he's being he's interviewing for a position. The hiring manager knows all about his exploits with the Autobots." And the Maximals and what happened in Peru. You're like, what's going on? What is this? Could it be Sector 7? A mainstay from the original Transformer films? Possibly. That's what I or, thought it was. But they took forever to get to this reveal. Uh, a secret door opens up in the back. And it opens up to this hangar. Where you don't even see much in there. To where I'm like, okay, what is I feel is like this? that ship in the back, you, you know, there was like a alien. ship. I feel like maybe that was supposed to like hint at what to expect. Um, and I didn't, I was just like, okay, it's Sector 7. Just say it, Sector 7. Why are you being so, just say it. <laughs> he had given him a card prior to this secret door opening in the last, uh, um, Noah's, Noah's on the team. They they say, we want you. We, we want, want you. You saved the world. Right. Put some respect on his name. They ain't do shit for Sam Witwicky. You know? Mm -hmm. That boy out there struggling. Three times uh, he saved the world. Correct. Uh, the last shot is he looks at the business card. And there are five letters on it. Two uh, periods. And only one word is spelled out. G I Joe. That set our theater ablaze. It was unexpected. Everyone's never. like, "What the hell?" Oh, I, oh my! Never did it's, I think we'd be here. It's just, it's just so weird. It, it, it's 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 like, it's like if it, at the end of uh. I don't know, Kang Dynasty. Uh there there's an initiative to join the 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 Jedi Academy. <laughs> it is. It, and you're like, oh wait, I guess Star Wars and Marvel are owned by Disney. And like it, it, These it, are it Hasbro it, products, yeah. It's a shock. And I guess, you know, yes, Transformers and G.I. Joe, they're owned by Hasbro. Uh, but this was just such a shock from left field where it's like, oh my God, what? And after the shock, I think once the dust settles, you really start to ask, what the hell is, why? <laughs> For what? <laughs> like, like, why are we getting a G.I. Joe tie-in to Transformers? And again, they, they're setting themselves up. 
What tie into GI Joe? The GI Joe with with with, with Channing Tatum. Well, th- that know, timeline. He got, he got killed off. In he the got, second one, and that one was worse. That they, one was significantly worse correct. than the first one. And you had the Snake Eyes spinoff. The re, which was a reboot, I think. Was it a reboot? Yeah, I didn't watch sure. it, so I I, I, I didn't watch it. it. I didn't watch it either. But I, I don't think anyone watched it. No one wanted to see that mess. But I mean, he was the coolest part of GI Joe. He's he he's a he's a ninja. So yeah, that's cool. But yeah, it's like, all right, wow, so shocking. Did not expect them to to want to cross over that. Well, I I don't care about. GI freaking Joe like what you're gonna you're gonna have Commander Cobra what's his name Captain Cobra Commander Cobra oh my god Cobra Commander and he's gonna be like we must defeat Optimus Prime (laughs) (laughs) no I don't want that boy what you're gonna get is like you Megatron must team up with me and Megatron's gonna be like you will do as I command. I, don't know. <laughs> I can sounds... see that happening. The egos. But that just sounds stupid, though. It's it not sounds like, so this, dumb. It sounds more silly than it is like, ooh, yes, this is what we want. And, and you know, I feel like that that's because it's like what we said earlier. They played their end game already. They played Unicron. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, like what do we do now well <laughs> yeah. uh, like you, okay you, you do you remember the how the first one the first gi joe was heavily criticized for those super suits that they wore oh, uh, running the, around paris funny enough as a child i've not seen it as an adult but as a child i thought those scenes were pretty cool hit them i, the, I, I actually liked the first gi joe movie i actually really enjoyed the first gi joe movie <laughs> I remember uh, liking it as a kid, as a kid, as a child. But you know, as a child, you like a lot of dumb shit. I mean, it's um, still not a great movie. Um, there is fun to be had, but I mean, those suits remind me of what Noah wore in Rise of the Beast. Oh, what? Wow! You know what? Yeah. And so I was like, are we just gonna see a bunch of these GI Joes running around in these suits? Wow, look at that. Jumping off the shoulders of Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. It just seems now, you know, as far as we, we've been saying a lot, like Transformer films, we want to focus on the Transformers. We want personal uh, interactions with them, interpersonal connections between them. We want their development. And now I don't know how this series is going to look moving forward, but this is now a convoluted way to have more human characters. I guess more instead of having original characters that are just half baked, now you have established toys that can heavy duty and Ironhide together. Oh my goodness! I mean, I guess that'll get people excited. Funny enough, uh, I think I remember seeing this, but it just it was just like a little fun fact where you just forget about it. Apparently, in February of 2022. So last year, Paramount already announced that Rise of the Beast would be the first. Oh, 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 oops, oops, did not read that one right. Um, okay, in February 2022, Paramount said that Rise of the Beast is going to be the first of three new installments. 
in the Transformers series. What I was actually trying to read was in May of 2023, which was last month, they also announced Paramount was planning a crossover between Transformers and G.I. Joe. I didn't see that announcement. Uh, apparently they did. This was I mean, from... it's fine if they announced it. I don't recall seeing it. I'm glad Ooh, I guess I didn't see it. It cause... was it was a it was a rumor. It was a rumor. Ooh, and now it's now it's all but confirmed. Right. Uh this yeah. is it. We're in there. We are in there. I mean, I don't know if this means we're gonna get like a G.I. Joe film next or if we're going oh, straight God. into the Please, uh, no. The crossover, you know. I don't want a GI uh, Joe film. I don't. Oh god, I don't want to have to watch the GI Joe films to now understand Transformers. the Transformers movies. I don't want to. I don't want to see this. Hold up, the Hasbro, the Hasbro Cinematic Universe. What oh other toys god. does Hasbro own? Do they? Uh, uh, they own My Little Pony, don't they? No, they don't. I yeah, do I, they? No, they do. I don't I know. They do. I am pretty. So, I, I am pretty sure that they do. Okay, I they am, do. Own, okay, My Little Pony. Oh, so, it's confirmed. Well, oh, and Power Rangers. They do the Power Rangers toy line. Okay. Um, would you Power like to Rangers. see Furby? Furby and Optimus. You, if you had told me Peppa Pig, you would have sold me. Oh, my bad. Would you like to see GI Joe and the Transformers play Twister? While eating play-doh uh while also summoning a demon with a ouija board bumblebee give me the nerf gun this is stupid is this what we're getting is this, this what's is what happening? we're getting this is, what, is we're this getting. what we're moving towards this is what we're getting bumblebee you cannot buy bumblebee straight to jail <laughs> yeah that's the Bumblebee, Monopoly one. You landed on Park Place. <laughs> Pay up. Or oh like the my god! The, tra the Transformers fighting for which piece? I want to be the car. I want to be the car. Oh, I want to oh, be the car. Oh no, no, no! Okay, this, this I can dig. This I can dig. Um, side swipe. Let it rip. Stop. Yeah, they got Beyblade. <laughs> That oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. This is fucking nuts. This is nuts. They are not about to give, play Beyblade. Give me this a thousand percent. Yes, give me this. Give me this over GI Joe. A hundred percent. Give me this hey, over GI Joe. Zoids is on here too. They have Zoids. Yeah. Oh God, Zoids been dead for so long. Uh, this what is how you bring it back. This is wow, how you bring no, it back. they actually fit in the logic of Transformers. They, they sure Zoids. do. They <laughs> they're humanoid animals. I mean, they're you know mechanized animals. Right, right. Wow, Liger Zero and Shield Liger. We keep Liger Zero. Cover me with this. The, literally, there's no stop to what you could do with this potentially. <laughs> right, um, but no, GI Joe is where we're going. Sure. God, who would have thought? Who would have thought? This is all pig. because they're trying to compete with the Barbie cinematic universe that's about to happen as well. Oh my goodness! Oh my! The toy goodness. the toy companies are lining up. They, they say. are. 
they said, who who do we got on our roster? Ay, ay, ay. This I is guess it. that's where we're at. Yeah. This is this new age. We're in it. Was it. definitely a shock. If they wanted to go for pure shock, they got it. They got it. They, no doubt. They, that was unexpected. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah, that, that's kind of where we sit with uh, Rise of the Beast. I guess the last thing to touch on is what did you think overall? Is it one shall stand, one shall fall? Um, is it is it better? Yeah, that was good. That was good. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. How would you rank it? What score would you get? I, I'm I, I'm sitting at a seven. I'm sitting at a seven. Um, I, I, I think a seven's fair. Yeah, I was a little higher with 7.5 earlier uh, when we were talking about it, but I, I think seven is more than fair. Bumblebee, as I've said before, was just phenomenal. And again, you know, you don't rely on Rotten Tomato scores too much, but God damn it, audience score of 74% for Bumblebee. And Rise of the Beast is getting 88%. Sit, no, sit down. Sit down. Y'all are wild. The action sequence. It must, y'all must have just forgotten the first two acts of this movie and thought, man, but that, that finale. And that's fair. The finale was the best part of the movie. And you might have forgotten the rest of the other hour and a half that you spent watching them film. Um, but no, like, no, no, it's not. It's not an eight. It's not a nine. Goodness. I think like earlier today or the day before, it was at a hundred out of 50 it reviews. Was. And it, I'm like, it was. what? Absolutely. Uh, well, at the time I was shocked. I was like, ooh, it's going to be good. The fans are eating. The fans are eating this. Uh, but now we watched it and it's like, no, absolutely the hell not. <laughs> no, it is better than some of the films we gotten before it's better than last night it's better i kind of want to see age of extinction again you say it's bad oh, oh, I, oh i need to see i need to see it again i need to do see I, it again. do i need to remind you of the freaking the romeo and juliet scene what scene where they're talking about the law why he's trying to explain why he's able to date the daughter oh my god that's right they did do that they did yes. do that. And, oh. and with, that is enough for me to say that is the worst Transformers oh, movie I have they, ever seen. They did. Because why the hell is there a convoluted plot point about this dude trying to date a minor? Yeah. Wasn't there something where like he knew like all the ins and outs of the law? Like, yes, it, it's, a, it's, it's, one, it's one scene. Yes. And he there. They are ready to combat Mark Wahlberg and his disapproving. Oh my god. Ugh. It's it's really cringe. It's really weird. All right. All right. Maybe I'll give it, you I'll I don't come to a Transformers movie for that. You don't? No. Fine. I'll give you Age of Extinction. It's better than last night. Age of Extinction is better than Revenge of the Fallen. I want to see Dark of the Moon again. I, I I have not seen Dark of the Moon from from beginning to end since its theatrical release. But I remember liking it. I remember really liking it. I remember really liking it. Um, I've seen the first movie multiple times. 
yes. multiple times. It is not better than the first movie. You could call that nostalgia. You could call that, uh, I don't know what else you want to call it. You know, the first movie, it's okay. Okay. I'll, I'll give it this. I'll give it this as a film in general. I would say maybe it's better than the first movie as like a, like a, a structured film with like character relationship growth. It's better than the first movie. The overall fun I had with the movie, I think the first one is still on top. I just call it cheesy to th mid 2000 angst uh that oh my god that oh god. we're talking about rush finales that finale in one this message goes out to all auto autobots we are here we are waiting what i'm done oh my god you know that immediately puts it like above the rest you're that's what you're competing with that's what you're competing with so not better than one sure as hell not better than bumblebee i will stand on that hill it is not better than bumblebee absolutely not bumblebee is the pinnacle of what these movies can be and what they should be Will we get there again? If people are giving Rise of the Beast an 88%, no. But we could strive to be there. If we demand better, we get better film. These are all Transformers lovers, man. I'm wearing a Transformers shirt, baby. Gen 1, right there. Even though the toys I got were Armada. But still, I'm a fan of, of this franchise. I want better. I want better Give me more like Bumblebee while also giving me the, the, the final act level of hype like an endgame, like what we got in Rise of the Beast. A more cohesive package. You get a better movie. That's how we get there. 7 out of 10, Rise of the Beast. You're about to give it a, a 9 out of 10. I'm not. I'm not. I think I'm with you. I think I'm with 7 out of 10. I think that's fair. There's a lot to enjoy about this film. There's hype moments, moments for the fans of the series for, you know, a long time. If you just really enjoy these live action portrayals of the Transformers, long time. I mean, a lot of great moments for just Transformer fans. You know, the Maximals are here. They were really cool. I think they were well done. Uh, this movie still has a lot of the same flaws of the other Transformers movies. Uh, you know, very much there's a human element that I don't necessarily care for. Uh, and not every Transformer got their time in the sun. And I really wanted that for them. Uh, so the movie suffers from that. And then uh, I will say, too, this movie does a good job at kind of threading the central themes throughout, you know, like until we are one the big brother looking out for the younger I like one that. I like that. Uh, those themes are threaded throughout and they're done well but at the expense and it to what you were saying there's sometimes i sat during this movie i was like i'm not really having fun with what's going on there were you know? a lot of boring portions yeah the like you're gonna run through this festival in peru and it's not even like Barely part see of the it. action or the set piece at all I, uh, I i feel like a lot of 
the action set pieces while while cool and they were fun i think it would they would have been better if you had like like environmental sequences uh and maybe that's why i kind of like because you know the the finale is on like a flat barren wasteland right right um and that's how most of the fights end up culminating um compare that to like as an example the first movie you're in a giant city you have skyscrapers and buildings to play with and knock down we're in that age where people are are i guess it makes sense criticizing uh um we did it patrick we saved the city and the city <laughs> is in shambles and on fire and falling apart after the grand finale battle more studios are steering away from those type of fights now and it's like i I guess, but I guess I guess my main issue as to what you're saying is it they didn't move away from like the people in those sets because it's like, oh, we gotta protect them or we gotta hide. They no, just they, moved away. They just moved like and then yeah. When like Unicron shows up and opens up these giant thunderstorms across the globe, mm -hmm. they think they're just thunderstorms. You know, so at That's times it. the stakes don't even feel that high because no one's feeling them except these two humans <laughs> and these Transformers who should be feeling them because they're the ones really doing the fighting. Uh, so, mm. for yeah, stuff like that takes away from the overall enjoyment. Uh, so I'm not going to sit here and say this film is better than majority of the Bay films. It's not. I think, yeah. Oh, it's not better than the Bay films. No, no, it is. Sorry. It is. Oh. It is. Uh, <laughs> beats four, five, four and five, definitely. Uh, even three, because when, when I talk about fluff, three actually has a lot of fluff. Uh, and I think it beats two. I will go ahead and give the first one uh, second, Bumblebee first, and this one third. That is how I'll do it. I think I could do that. It, yeah, because at the end of the day, the first one is really fun, despite the oh, uh, what's cracking, little bitches? You know, God, that's just, so fun. Just, what, what is wrong with you? <laughs> despite the shit like that, Mojo, don't pee on the robot. <laughs> so many good. Oh God, the first one's a classic. The first one's a classic. You can't be I, mad at it. You can't be mad at it. Were you? Were you masturbating? <laughs> Jesus, mom. No, no. <laughs> masturbating, Sheila. Are you serious? Are you serious? Our son? <laughs> or uh, <laughs> Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac. He's like, hey, baby. Oh, bitch, I'll, I'll slice your throat and watch the dust fall. I don't, I don't, yes, I Bernie Mac for it. more than two seconds is in that film. Right, right. You know, Good. You don't choose your car. The car chooses the driver. Oh, he sold the car. That's right. That's right. Right. He sold the car. And then Lincoln Park. Uh Lincoln mind Park. you, the nineties aesthetic here, I guess it's here. I, I think it's more of the music than anything. Yeah. Um, which I'm yeah. digging. I love nineties like I love hearing SWV, uh LL Cool J. As Bumblebee's tear it up uh, theme was cool, mm -hmm. but it, 
Again, if you're going to put it in the 90s, it needs to be a period piece. I forgot I was in the 90s halfway through the movie. So, you know. Uh, he called the bro- Noah and his brother call each other Sonic and Tails. Oh, how clever. Because nobody liked Sonic and Tails in the 2000s, in the 2020s. They were at an all-time high in the early 90s. Yeah, sure. Sure is Mario. And he's not popular today either. Well, he was playing Mario. Funny enough, they call each other Mario and Tails, but the brother was playing Mario and the whole comparison of like, you tell me to, I can't beat a big brother, but I'm going to keep trying. He's talking about Super Mario Brothers or something. He's not even talking about a Sonic game. Yeah, he's not playing Sonic, no. Like, okay, where's your true fandom aligned? I guess he's just a a, a video game enthusiast, Uh, I guess. So, again, I do not care for period pieces that do not lean into the period piece. So, that's my shtick on that. Maybe but, in the next one will be in the 2000s, the early 2000s. You know what? This next one, I have no idea how it's going to look, especially with this G.I. Joe thing. We're, we're getting uh, at least two more. At least two uh, more. I am not betting on it. I will watch it when it comes out. Um, but I have no idea how this thing will look. So I'm, I'm I'm all I'm I'm game I guess, yeah I'm gonna have a Transformers fan still. Uh, give me has this rekindled your fandom? Do you now want to see these movies? Again? I do want to kind of rewatch some of these. Uh, Transformers it does movies. make yeah it does. Um, if not to enjoy them to resolidify why I hate them. Right. Uh, if anything, all I need just show me the war on Cybertron. Just show me why the Decepticons do what they do. Why the Autobots are at odds with them. And then give me an all-out war. That's all I want. And Mm -hmm. that's it for me. That's it. Bring back the Maximals. Bring back the Maximals. We want to see them again. Yeah. All right. All right. We good? I think we're good. We covered everything. It's a decent movie. You'll have fun. We're We're in a very blockbuster year, 2023 right this one's uh, like yeah you know school's out kids are uh running around they uh, were there they were there um you could tell the kids had fun they were not they the did. ones clapping at the dumb stuff those were the grown-ass adults uh i think some of them could have been kids but i think some of them could have been kids but the, the ones that were initiating it those were adults and to them I... y'all were fine in the third act don't do that again yeah, goodness. Yeah, that's fair. Doing that's the fair. most. Doing but the yeah, most. we got got a lot of blockbusters coming up still. Uh, the night is young uh, here at the cinemas this year, so that's cool. We'll be back to talk about it all. Uh, with that said, uh, that's it for us here at the Yonko table. I'm your host, Grandmaster Hoop, uh, fellow Yonko, Dr. Jace Attorney. Thank you for listening to what we had to say on all your podcast listening stations, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you get your uh, your podcasts. And thank you, of course, for all the support and love that you share on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And Dr. Jace is on Twitch, so make sure you tune into some of his live feeds. He's playing some games. He ain't playing Tears of the Kingdom, but that's because he doesn't have a Switch. Try to convince him otherwise. Um, And then, of course, if you ever want to discuss with us what you've heard on our show, please hit the link below. Join our Discord, and we will gladly chat it up with you. We're currently chatting up about One Piece in the latest chapter. Uh, 
So, you know, that's going on. So if you fan, tune in. Hello, we're the Yonko Table. We're fans of One Piece. And uh, we'll see you next week for Flash. We'll be back for the Flash. That should be a big one. Uh, might have some other ones coming at you, but definitely tune into that one. And then we got some cool stuff on the horizon. So always stay tuned. All right. All right, Dr. Jace, how you want to close this out? Uh, what Transformers thing should we do? Oh, my God. Uh, this message goes out to all the Autobots and the stars. Let them come. Charge, Grave! <laughs>